This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Navajo Nation President Boonigrin is advocating for the reauthorization of the Special Diabetes Program for Indians and for increased funding. He recently testified before the U.S. Congress Joint Economic Committee in Washington, D.C. The Navajo Nation has the largest reservation in the U.S. located in the Four Corners region and is one of the largest tribes with more than 400,000 Navajo citizens. Nigrin says his community has a burdensome legacy of health disparities, including obesity, diabetes, heart disease, and cancer, which he says are linked to colonization, forced assimilation, and displacement. Historically, our communities thrived on farming, herding, and hunting and gathering. These traditional practices provided us with nutritious foods that sustained us for, for generations. However, this way of life has been systematically eroded over time as processed foods high in fat, sugar, and salt have replaced all our traditional food sources. This compounded by poverty, unemployment, and the lack of transportation has amplified the health disparities we face today. Nigren says the special diabetes program established more than 25 years ago has helped the Navajo Nation, but diabetes remains a public health problem. The special diabetes program for Indians is the gold standard when it comes to diabetes treatment and broadly considered one of the most effective public health programs ever created. We urge you to consider human faces behind the statistics, our elders, our children, and our family. They all look to you and hope that their government will continue to support them in their fight against this devastating disease. Nigren says he supports efforts to reauthorize the program for two years at $170 million per year. The committee also heard from witnesses who testified about the economic cost of the disease in the U.S., the role of health and nutrition programs in prevention and treatment, and the role of pharmaceutical interventions. The Oneida Indian Nation in New York and the Rochester Museum and Science Center held a ceremony Wednesday to repatriate remains from the museum to the Oneida Nation. During the ceremony, the museum apologized for the acquisition of the remains and cultural artifacts. Oneida Nation Representative Ray Halbritter says the repatriation is more than a return. He says it's an acknowledgement of them as real people who lived and deserved dignity in life and death. He says it's also a chance to recognize failures and for institutions to take accountability and make amends. The museum's president, Hillary Olson, says it was a significant occasion as museums recognize the trauma they've caused, including excavation, collection, study, and display of Native Americans and their belongings. Olson says museums can acknowledge the unjust legacy of the past and take steps toward repairing harms. Nineteen remains were returned from various times in history between 200 and 3,000 years ago. The museum says they were excavated donated or purchased decades ago and had remained there ever since. In 2025 remains from the museum were returned to the Oneida Nation. The Fond du Lac Denisulin Nation in northern Saskatchewan has moved 300 members out of the community due to wildfire smoke, the Canadian press reports. Those evacuated are people with compromised health issues. Indigenous Services Canada, the Canadian Red Cross, and Prince Albert Grand Council are offering support. Clean air shelters and air purifiers are being made available to residents still in the community. A wildfire is burning near the community and is listed as not contained. Officials say once conditions are safe, they'll start the process to bring those evacuated back home. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Support by the Colorado Plateau Foundation, supporting Native-led initiatives, protecting plateau lands, waters, and cultures by building networks, community, and organizational capacity. Grant proposals accepted through September 2nd at coloradoplateaufoundation.org. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.